0: down to business in lincoln is hosted by paulie requah Polly is a senior account executive at broadcast house media and founder of bark and wag selling pet accessories and host of bark and wag 15 minute vet talk podcast Polly sits down with industry leaders and discusses motivation business strategy and what makes them tick whether you're a new entrepreneur looking for next level advice a current business owner ready to expand or just love talking shop listen in and join the conversation with Polly's down to business in lincoln
1: Welcome to Down to Business in Lincoln. I'm your host, Polly Requa, and today we're talking to Corey, owner of Nebraska Prep Equipment. Welcome, Corey.
0: Thank you for having me on today.
1: Yeah, so tell us, tell the listeners, what is Nebraska Prep Equipment?
0: Absolutely. So Nebraska Prep Equipment is a locally owned food service dealer serving eastern and central Nebraska. We supply new equipment for customers needing essentially anything to go in their food or hospitality establishment. Uh, We work with restaurants, coffee shops, food trucks, bars, et cetera. Uh, But we've also actually worked with customers in a wide range of other industries. Uh, We've worked with customers in daycare facilities, schools, retirement homes, hospitals, vet clinics. And we actually even sell to uh, customers looking to purchase equipment for uh, personal use.
1: And so how did you decide to start the business?
0: Well, I guess you could say we have a unique startup story like most other businesses do. We actually started a catering company out of a hobby and passion for barbecue smoked meat. This would have been in probably late 2011. Uh, After a few years into the catering business, we were building out a a new commercial kitchen for our catering company. This would have been uh, probably mid 2015. And uh, we found ourselves struggling to find good used or new cost effective food service equipment that's local and that fit our needs. Uh, So I guess what we did is uh, we took to the internet, we started sourcing the equipment we needed from online restaurant or grocery store liquidation auctions. I kind of traveled throughout a five or six state region and thought, you know, if we're, if we're making the trip to say Kansas City or Dallas for a few pieces, we might as well uh, buy equipment if it's on a deal, fill the trailer and uh, sell what we don't need when we get home.
1: So now do you also do service?
0: Uh, we, of course, we do not do service. But we work with plenty of companies in Lincoln and surrounding communities that we can definitely help you out and get you connected with. So don't hesitate to reach out uh, if you have a service question.
1: And so when, let's say I owned a restaurant and if I had an issue with the refrigerator, then you come in and you will get me a new refrigerator.
0: Yes. So obviously, you know, we'd recommend probably getting a service text opinion first. Because a lot of these units, as they start getting older and older, you're essentially be putting as much, if not more, money into repair them as you would replace them. So that's where we will step in. Uh, You know, if it's a couple hundred dollar fix and it buys you another five, eight years, that's way better than buying a three, four thousand dollar refrigerator. So again, if it's if it's a service issue, I'd start with the service companies, and then if they tell you, you know, it's probably time you need to replace that, that's where we're gonna we're gonna work with you and get you through it.
1: And so you probably work with a lot of entrepreneurs on the on the other side as well. Like if they're going to start a new business, you're there at the first step, helping them get the backend organized and set, correct?
0: Yeah, so it's kind of fun, the, the position we're in. So as an entrepreneur ourselves, we like to see others succeed. And so if we can help our customers from day one, And our job doesn't end when they're in business or they buy the piece of equipment from us. I mean, we essentially want to be with them all the way through this journey. That goes with patronizing their food establishments or hospitality businesses and also referring people that we know to them because ultimately their success in turn is our success. So it's really fun to build those relationships, not just build a customer base, if you will.
1: Sure. So what is the future for Nebraska Prep Equipment?
0: Well, uh, so... Our goal at Nebraska Prep Equipment is to make sure that we're offering the best personable customer service to anyone out there that's looking or is in the food service hospitality industry. So, you know, we strive to make sure our smallest customer all the way up to our largest customer is treated with equal customer service. Uh, I guess what, how we feel we can best achieve that is being personally attached and to have a personal relationship with these customers. So I guess what does that mean for our future? Uh, I would say our future is probably going to be needing some more locations that are strategically placed. Uh, This will allow us to not only grow our footprint, but grow our customer base still while maintaining our goal of providing the best customer service we can and not just diving to get in our customer's pockets, but to walk with them through this journey. And the only way to do that is to be, uh, quote unquote, their neighbor, if you will.
1: Sure. So... Since this is a business podcast, of course, I want to know what has been a positive outcome from owning your own business?
0: Well, there's a lot of them. I would say kind of going back to what we were just talking about, probably one of the most rewarding things for me and for our team is to watching our customers succeed. Uh, That's always a positive thing. You know, starting a food service business is a risky, scary decision, really, and that requires generally a lot of a lot of capital so to see that uh, our customers are succeeding and that we've been able to help them walk through the journey and we're obviously not doing it for them because it's their journey but to, to help assist them and be someone that they can lean on for maybe some guidance or some some help along the way that that gives a positive feeling
1: and what do you feel has been a hurdle just because there'll be new entrepreneurs listening to the podcast what do you feel you know you listen to other podcasts and, you know, they'll talk about, I wish I had known what, you know, what, what's a hurdle or what is something that you wish you had known to tell yourself to get through being an entrepreneur?
0: Well, uh, where do I start on that one? Um, no, (laughs) (laughs) all jokes aside, uh, you know, it's
1: kind of a loaded, loaded question. it, it, It
0: is, but that's okay. It's a good one. So all jokes aside, you know, with any journey in life, whether it's, a life journey, a business journey. There's always going to be hurdles. And so I guess one thing that i found and us as a, as a team has found is it's best to understand it's not a matter of if you're going to be faced with hurdles, but it's a matter of when. And so all hurdles are going to try to do is slow you down. But as entrepreneurs, what we have to do is we have to face them head on. We have to lean on our resources for guidance and uh I guess I'd say never cut corners that's going to harnish your core values of a business just because at the time they may seem like the easiest path out so hopefully that kind of roundabout answers the question it's not a, a specific hurdle but as hurdles as a, as a whole
1: I also feel uh, just talking to you that you're very passionate about it and so I think when you're a business owner when you're passionate about your product and the service and the direction of the company the hurdles are little speed bumps.
0: Correct. Uh, you know, some hurdles to others may seem small; some may seem big. It is. Just, it just all depends on how you how you face them, and just keeping an open mind of you can usually always get through them.
1: Yes, yes, that is. You you will wake up tomorrow. That's and... <laughs> right.
0: So I would say you know that's probably one of my biggest things I would say when it comes to hurdles. Again, is tomorrow's a new day? Lift your wounds and carry on.
1: Yeah, right. That's just life too. Right. So really kind of what motivates you? What's What's the drive?
0: So taking the company drive, I would say we view it as ensuring our team creates the best buying experience. Not only that, the lasting support and partnership for our customers. We want to make sure and the only way we're going to grow is to have an unmatched service. And so our customer success ultimately drives our success. Again, we had mentioned that. So that's probably one of our company's motivators is just to make sure that we're being the best we can possibly be. You know, an in-house motivator probably personally is is knowing that I'm always capable of doing more. I don't want to lay my head on the pillow at night knowing that I I didn't give it a my all. So I'm a big visionary person. I always like establishing big probably to most sometimes unachievable goals and then just ensuring that I'm pushing myself every day to reach those.
1: And really to grow as a leader, You need to surround yourself with people who know something that's more than you know. So for example, if you're not good at accounting, you hire an accountant or someone to budget your business. If you're not great at social media, you hire someone to do that. And that it's one of the ways that your business will grow. Correct. Have you seen that, like have you experienced that not to micromanage your team and let them go do what they can what they do best to grow
0: yes and uh as an entrepreneur that can be a struggle but it's also when your biggest slowdown you're you're not going to be the best at everything so understanding that early on is going to help uh you know a lot of startups they're on a shoestring budget so they try to do everything but Mm -hmm. but if it's a time consumer or you're not probably the most comfortable doing it it, it's probably good to outsource that
1: yeah it's kind of interesting because you do I mean I've worked for a lot of different companies in sales roles and the companies that the managers micromanage the team are the sales roles where there was high turnover and the sales were not there because everyone was worried about you know the what was going to be asked, and how I spent my day, and you know, so it's kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, and nobody wants to have that micromanagement. Uh, no, if but
1: you I, it's 16. interesting as an entrepreneur because you do have to. There's fear, and then it's also letting the reins go. Correct. You know, it's a control so, thing, is um, what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, tell us, Corey, what tips can you give entrepreneurs?
0: Well, I would say probably the most biggest tips. I'd give an entrepreneur, especially who's starting out, is you're gonna to have to find a problem and then create a solution for that problem that you're passionate about. And this goes for both uh, new products to the market and services as well. Because if you don't have a solution to a problem, essentially you don't really have any reason to be doing what you're doing, I guess in a roundabout ways is what I'm trying to say. Sure. And then leading the next would be is once you start, don't be afraid to work till your eyes bleed. I actually found out personally that they don't bleed. They just get so red that they look like they're bleeding. Uh, this is, uh, you know, this is especially true, especially in the startup stages. You're gonna have to go work in circles around your competition just to even get your foot in the door. And, and unfortunately, that's gonna come with some missed opportunities in your personal life, uh, going, and hanging out with the friends on the weekend or, you know, taking a day off of this or a day off of that. So, if it eats at you at night, it's gonna be worth it in the long run, so just be ready to put in the effort and the time. And then I'd say probably lastly would be uh, don't ever stop educating yourself, not only in your field but uh, as personal development. Always don't be afraid to ask questions. I've always been told that uh, if you're the smartest person in your group, you time to find a new group. So always keep pushing for more. And uh, you know, with that being said, we're we're a very new business yet, and. We have a lot to learn as we grow, and I personally have a long road ahead with learning from others, emulating what they've done, others who have built businesses much larger than ours is. So, again, just keep an open mind and always be willing to learn something new.
1: And how do our listeners get a hold of you if they have any questions?
0: You bet. So, our phone number is 402-882-5585. Uh, we've got a showroom here in our store, which is about 20 minutes south of Lincoln, Or our live inventories online at nebraskaprepequipment.com.
1: And I'll put all the information in the show notes as well. And we certainly appreciate you being a
0: guest. It was a privilege and I look forward to it next time. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you for listening to Down to Business in Lincoln. If you own a business or have a friend that would like to be interviewed on the podcast, please send an email to down to businesslincoln at gmail.com we would love to discuss what makes you successful